0: Welcome to One to Watch Wednesday, featuring the independent and emerging artists from across Canada. My name is Sarah Scott, and thank you for listening. One to Watch Wednesday is sponsored by DRC Music. Now, if you're an independent or emerging artist yourself looking for a team of incredible industry professionals to build your career with, look no further than DRC Music. They have a true passion for growing careers and helping artists thrive. They've expanded into a full service agency, amazing check them out online today now this week the spotlight is on an artist from manitoba a super cool country artist by the name of jade turner you're gonna hear our conversation as well as her songs highway town and her brand new one hangover blues i'm pretty darn excited for this episode so let's get right on into it very excited to talk to you this afternoon about what's going on in your musical world this is the first time I get to talk to you and the first yeah. time I get to virtually meet you so oh my goodness this is exciting tell the audience a bit about yourself and about your musical past and future okay I'm from Manitoba
1: I've been doing this for quite a long time I've been mostly in the indigenous music scene I've kind of just learning how to be a country artist (laughs) even though I've been doing country the country music since I started but it's just like there's so much to learn for the music business I'm just starting to figure it out now I think (laughs) so here I am
0: <laughs> releasing new stuff to radio and yeah it's just been a great little while actually well that's exciting we're very excited to have you in the country music industry and scene here in Canada now you were drawn to country music at a young age because the radio was always playing at home and tuned into NCI FM and you listened mm-hmm. to Faith Hill, Celine Dion, Martina McBride they were some of your major influences How did those women influence you to become the singer you are today? Sometimes, like, I'm I'm trying to think of all the songs that
1: I've written and everything like that, because it's really weird to try and compare yourself to somebody so, like, those people are so great, right? And I'm not saying that I'm, like, the greatest singer or the greatest songwriter ever. But for me, it was just the feeling, like, the feeling that I get from singing Faith Hill, for example. I was just a little girl when she put out her album, and that's a really heavy album. (laughs) (laughs) It was about heartbreak Abuse and like, I didn't know what she was thinking about, but I felt it in my heart that it was like something she was very passionate about. I think that the songs that I write now, like now that I look back, they kind of represent that as well. Like, I sing from the heart and I sing about things that most people don't want to sing about, but that's okay. I'm fine with that. And I just want to be able to help the listeners know that it's coming from somewhere and it's not just to write another song, you know? I want people to feel it as much as I do.
0: For sure. And with that said, You are a fun-loving, blatantly honest, adventurous person. And so far, we're just talking to you right now, it is really coming through. And I've listened to a few of your songs and it's coming through your music very well as well. And you love to share your experience. You want your music to teach people lessons and you want to express Mm. your own worries and you're wanting to induce a smile with people. So I feel like you're such an authentic person. And sometimes in the entertainment industry, it can be a bit hard to stay authentic with so many platforms and people and social media networks viewing you and your music. But How do you remain authentic and true to yourself as a person and as an artist with your music? I just try to
1: think everybody's working hard and everybody has their own problems, you know, and I don't want to become a big headed artist. (laughs) That's not what I want to do. I can't be anything else but myself. So if I'm out there, you know, faking it, everyone's gonna know they're gonna feel it. I feel like If I'm more myself, I'm going to be taken in more, I think, as well from other people. And social media is hard. Like, it's a lot of work. I'm an industrial mechanic, so I'm not always dressed like this. Like, even this, just getting ready, for me, feels really great. But it's also, like, not my daily routine. (laughs) I'm not going to wear this to work. so it's a lot of balance and plus also because I still do work I don't do music full-time like I do at the same time it's so hard to explain but I do have another job so I have to find that balance and then I also have my son who keeps me grounded as well right (laughs) he does not care if I'm wearing this like he's gonna come up to me and make me do whatever he wants me to do right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's kind of funny. It doesn't allow me to that point where I think that I'm greater than I guess.
0: Well, you're pretty darn great. So <laughs> that for sure, because you're really, really great now. This is kind of cool. So yeah, you're a Red Seal millwright and it's kind of a career that you fell into by accident. So how did this happen?
1: Yeah, so I was actually in nursing school before and I knew it wasn't for me. So I was like, I gotta do something like something that you know, my parents aren't going to get too annoyed with. (laughs) 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 They're not going to want me to be just, you know, just sitting at home or whatever. And my family doesn't really know anything about music. I want to say that they didn't think that that was a career option. So they always made sure that I always had something to fall back on. I guess. But I started with my position and I was like, you know what, I'll go there for a year until I figure things out <laughs> and go to back to school or whatever. And I haven't left. I've been there for 12 years.
0: That's <laughs> so weird. It's so funny. That's dedication right there. And that yeah. is just so cool. So what is it about Millwright that it's so wonderful for you. What do you love about it? It's different
1: every day. I don't work with very many women in the industry, but they are coming up. So that's good. It's just a fun job. Like it, like I said, it's never the same. And then also because music does cost a lot in general, I've been able to go get away with not having to like, to go out and get grants and everything like that. I've been able to pay for my own way. In that sense of itself, like that, I love that. That I'm just out there. I'm owning my own business and it's mine and mine only. And nobody can ever say that I owe them anything because I did it all on my own. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) through my job actually so kind of Uh, balance
0: kind of balance yeah that's pretty sweet well that's amazing and I think that's great work now we're going to talk more about your music career and your awards and nominations and the first Mm -hmm. song you ever wrote but first I want to play the song Highway Town okay (laughs) yeah so we're going to play that song here so Highway Town was inspired by a trip through the prairies on your way to the Canadian Country Music Awards and you mentioned that yeah. you're really proud of this record. Tell us about how you created the song.
1: Yeah, like I said, I wrote that song quite a few years ago now. It was before I was pregnant. I was just like driving through all these small little towns and for the people that are driving through those towns it's like, "Oh man, this is just like who would live here, you know what I mean?" But I'm from one of those communities. So for me, it was like, "Okay, well, yeah, this is small little town, but it's such a great little town." But some Sometimes you do have to leave to follow your dreams, you know, coming from a small community like Mississippi Cree Nation, which is where I'm from. There's not a lot of options there for musicians. Like, of course, now there's the internet. So that opened up a lot. But there's not a lot of options there for, for very much at all. Like you get to grade 12 and then you have to leave. So that's pretty much where I was thinking about. My inspiration came from for Highway Town, remembering how it felt to leave home and just having to leave to explore the world and get more experience in the music industry and just like everything in general I think not even just the music industry but school and everything so
0: yeah that's really cool we're gonna play the song here this is Highway Town by our guest Jay Turner
2: This ain't nothing but
0: by Jade Turner, our guest. Now we're going to go back in time now, a little bit further to when you were quite young. The first song you ever wrote came while skipping school in the middle of winter to avoid some classmates. Yes. Tell us about the first song you ever wrote and about how you started writing music.
1: I don't actually remember how the song went or like what it was about but i do know that that's what i used to do when i would skip school i grew up i lived in about probably 17 to 20 different communities in manitoba by the time i was in high school so i moved around quite a bit with that came You know always be the new girl and everything like that and then a lot of the communities that i lived in they didn't have very much there's this new girl coming in you know with a lot of new things that they didn't get to have and it was just it was a very weird process for me but because of that i've always had music and that's what i always relied on since i was a kid when i did leave i ran into the bush i was supposed to get on the school bus and my mom didn't know i would run into the bush and just sit there all day i had a watch to know what time to be home and i did that for a whole week before the school finally contacted my mom and so i just remember like sitting up there and just like humming to myself and singing just random things all day and that's basically the first time i remember writing was doing that and then from there like i wrote songs about um, my sister when i was upset with her <laughs> or something <laughs> she remembers and she doesn't like me bringing it up but it's funny <laughs> And
0: I just grew from there. I just, I've always been a songwriter and I love it. Where is one of your favorite places to write? Do you have a special place in your house or maybe outside or maybe in your community that you love to write in?
1: It's so funny. I'm a really weird writer I write when I'm in the middle of something I don't know why that is like if I'm at work and I'm busy doing something just in my own little world nobody's talking to me and I'm just working on something that's when all my songs come lately or if I'm driving on the highway and I just have my own space and just to you know decompress and so I have a lot of voice notes (laughs) in my phone that I have to go back to like I'll just try and finish them once I'm like Sitting down and get time to myself again. So, I don't really have a specific place that I do that at. It's just whenever it, they come, whenever I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> but at the same time, it's really awkward when you're, you know, in the middle of a job and you have to pull out your phone and <laughs> start singing into it.
0: <laughs> hey, it could be entertaining for your coworkers and stuff like Yeah. that. <laughs>
1: I just started at the new place that I'm at right now. I just started there in November. So they're just kind of getting used to it now. And they're like, oh yeah, you're a singer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fun. I would love that in my house. Just, you know, a roommate that saying once in a while, I'll be like, this brings me light. I like this. <laughs> yeah. You have been winning and being nominated for awards since the release of your first album in 2013. You were the winner of 2017's IMA Best Country Album and 2018's MCMA Emerging Artist of the Year Awards. Congratulations. you. Thank have you have many more nominations to boot. You're continually making your mark across Canadian country. So you've been doing this for so many years and you've grown and you've changed as an artist. I've used As you have explained, in the last eight years since your first album, how do you feel like you have grown as an artist and what are some of the big things that you've learned over the last eight years about your music and about yourself as a musician?
1: I was very shy. (laughs) I was very shy and like I didn't have a lot of self-confidence when I made that first album. And that first album, I look back and I listen to it and it's such a great album, but I just did not do it justice. (laughs) Like I didn't know what I was doing. So I had to go and learn like everything, the language of the music industry. I had to learn the ins and outs. I had to meet people because I had no idea who anybody was back then. I literally just all of a sudden had an album and I was like, okay, what now? Like I only dreamt of making the album. So I never thought about after (laughs) <laughs> you know, back then. And now it's like, I think about every detail from before it's even released. I know where I want to go with it. I know all the people I need to have on my side. It's such a big learning process. And I kind of wish that everything that I know now, I knew back then, because I would have done so much more, I think, but it is what it is.
0: <laughs> and sort and- of that learning process, right? When you become an artist yeah. and then you grow and you grow and you grow. And I mean, It also kind of says like for a lot of artists listening, because we do have a fairly big artist audience base that it doesn't happen overnight. And there are a lot of learning opportunities, but here we are today. Yeah, just killing it. So keep on going. Thank you. I'm really
1: excited about what's coming in the future. Like I said, like with everything that I know now, I feel like I have a better platform to stand on and a better idea of what to do with it. And like you said, if there's artists out there that want to pick at my head, I'm always welcome to that too, because I know how it feels.
0: For sure. Great connections right there. You are working on some new projects, so we're going to talk about your latest single Hangover Blues here in a couple of seconds, but these singles are a part of a forthcoming self-titled album that you've been writing and recording with Winnipeg producer Murray Pulver and uh, the pandemic has made touring and performing pretty much nearly impossible. It has allowed you to slow down, and get a team together of audio technicians, promoters, designers to support the release of your next project. So you mentioned that it's something that was missing from your first two albums. So tell us about this new album coming out and how you're working on it and who you're working with.
1: Yeah. So I actually have a team for the very first time. I've always released in the past by myself and I just did everything by myself except for the last project I did have a track. I was just learning, didn't really know what all these different aspects were and how to get them. So I'm finally at that point where I was able to hire different people. So I do have a PR and I do have, you know, social media. and It's just, it's a lot of help. <laughs> I'm so grateful that I have now because it's like, I can't navigate this all by myself. Plus look after a son, plus do a full-time job and then try and write music and be, you know, the artist as well. Like it's a lot of work. Ha <laughs> I'm giving it a better chance, I guess, to get out there with all these team members on my side. And I'm really excited about it.
0: For sure. What kind of songs are we going to experience on this album? Have you started putting a song list together? And how are you choosing the songs to put on this album?
1: I've actually had this album for quite a while. It was supposed to come back two years ago. I've already recorded everything two years ago. Then I got pregnant and then I got put on mandatory doctors stay at home and don't do anything list. (laughs) So I had to put everything on a halt and it's a blessing for me because I was able to, like I said, find the team that I needed. And spend time with my son, but I've been holding on to these for a very long time, and I'm ready to just like release them to everybody and just let everybody hear them. The only like I've only allowed a few handful of people listen to all the the entire album, and I cannot wait for that day. And hopefully, it comes fast sooner than later. (laughs) I'm not putting it off anymore.
0: (laughs) That's exciting. That is very exciting. Well best of luck with that album. I can't wait for it to come out. Now, your latest song came out in January, Hangover Blues, and it has audiences everywhere just falling in love with it. And it's a bluesy country song that is an anthem for all the ladies out there who know they deserve to be the first choice, an anthem for people to never be someone's second choice. I love that message so much. So let's talk about that song before we play it. What does it mean to you and how did you write it? I was like thinking exactly that, and actually,
1: I'm sitting in the spot that I wrote that song. I was sitting here in my sunroom one day, and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, "Man, I wish I could just write, you know, a really good that beat." I just like love that do 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 and it just like makes you sway back and forth. And Carrie Underwood just released a song like that not long ago, "Drinking Alone," I think it was called, and I just love that beat and that feeling that those songs kind of give you. So I was like, "I just wish I could just write one of those songs," and I was sitting here, and I was like, "I'm gonna try." <laughs> So for actually one of the very, very few times that I've actually sat there and be like, I'm going to try and write a song today. <laughs> and I came up with Hangover Blues and and I just love singing the song. It's one of my probably top songs that I've like out of my own that I've written that I just love to sing because it just feels good to
0: sing. It's just it's such a good song to listen to, too. I just want it to be an anthem for women, you know, just you were yeah. the first choice and you should be the first choice. So I think that's pretty great. So. Yeah, thanks for bringing that song to the world. Now, before we play the song, before I get you to introduce it, everybody's going to want to know more about you now. So where can everybody find you? My website is
1: jadeturnermusic.com. <laughs> and my Instagram is jadeturner.music. It's very sickening that I have to put all those dots in there. But here we are. <laughs> I'm usually on Instagram, I find the most I love it. And TikTok, TikTok's fun. <laughs>
0: All your music is available on streaming platforms, of course. Introduce your song for us. This song is called Hangover Blues. I hope you enjoy it.
3: I am about to pick up that phone. I know what's waiting. You
0: Earlier, called Highway Town, and all of her music wherever you buy, download, or stream your music. And you can also find out more details about her on all of her social media, and she is on all of them. (laughs) Big thanks going out to Jade for hanging out on One to Watch a Wednesday this week, and a big thanks going out to our partners, DRC Music. Artists, if you need agency representation or management, or you want to be a part of an event, contact DRC Music first. They'll offer you the best professional services and support because I've seen it. If you're ready to work with exceptional people and get an exceptional experience, go to DRC Music on Facebook or Instagram today. My name is Sarah Scott. Thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day.